Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. We're your hosts, Shannon and Mary. Through working with the Akashic Records, we have become aware of our connection to the rainbow realm, the highest point in the universe, or the pinnacle point. We're here to spread the knowledge of the rainbow realm from the Council of the Pinnacle to help you awaken to the truth of who you are. We cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. This is Shannon, and as always, I have Mary with me. Hi. <laughs> um, we are going to just talk during this episode, have a little conversation about some extra information that we've channeled recently that we want to add in about the sisters, about the rainbow realm. And we asked for some questions from some of you guys on Instagram, and we got some great questions, so we're going to answer those as well. So this is kind of like a recap episode, drawing new connections, adding in some information that needs to be shared about what we've already said, just to make everything clearer and easier to understand and to conceptualize. So I think we're going to start with information that we've channeled extra that we want to add and I think the most important information that we've channeled that like we really want to make super clear is about the sisters so we want to talk a bit about us and what our energy when we talk about the sisters means just to clarify and then we've channeled some further information beyond that so why don't we start with us, so Mary, if you want, if you want to talk about that, <laughs> um, what we've like channeled so far, and if, if I have anything, I'll chime in as well. Sounds good. So we wanted to just clarify um, a little bit about this energy and um, why we're using the phrases energy holders and that we carry the energy of the sisters um, rather than these ideas or claims that we are the sisters, we are the energy of the sisters. And that is because, again, um, we've just received so, so strongly from the very beginning that we are not alone in this mission um, and that there are varying levels of, um, of association um, with the rainbow realm and with the rainbow mission that a huge host of, of souls have. So there are numerous thousands, thousands of rainbow souls on the earth at this moment being incarnated as we speak, I'm sure. And um, <clears throat> each has its own role really to play in this mission. So Shannon and I, we really have come to understand that we are what they have called majority holders of these energies. So Shannon is a majority holder of the energy of Maya, of the third star. I am a majority holder of Iliadi, the sixth star. That does not mean that there aren't other souls that carry part of that sister or that star's energy. And if you do carry that energy, of course, um, you are meant to connect to the energy as well and really um, bring it into your life and uh, bring it into your understanding of your mission and your purpose here on earth. But the beautiful thing is that we've found that there's a group of the seven of us, which Shannon and I are a part of, and um, two of our other sisters are actually going to be either on a podcast soon or perhaps the episode will have come out already and you could have um, and you can hear Mariana and Catherine speak. They are also majority holders um, in this group of seven, in, the gr in this group of seven oversouls. Mm -hmm. There also are other groups of seven of the sisters. So we have just recently really come to a clear understanding of this. So we've come to understand that there are four groups of seven, which I just love because 47 is their number. So <laughs> that made me, you know, smile when they finally confirmed that. Um, and just, yes. And four times seven is 28, which is just 
that yes. Council of Pinnacle is 28. <laughs> yes. 28 oh my gosh. Exactly. So um, each group of sister accesses and works with a different dimension. So um, the group that Shannon and I are in, we are really accessing the heart, the 23rd dimension. There is a group of sisters that works with the 11th dimension, the 12th and the 13th. So um, each has its own mission and its own purpose. Um, but they all are going to contribute to this greater sort of capital M mission, <laughs> if you want to think about it that way, of the rainbow realm of really helping humanity and helping, helping, helping awakening and helping with like the global awakening that we're going through. So this was really super confirming to receive because we've received before four and seven, four and seven, and been like, what does that even mean? <laughs> um, and actually, just as a, as a little backstory to understand like why this came through, we connected with, um, with another soul who is one of the sisters of another dimension. Um, she reached out and we realized, you know, there's a connection here, but it's not the same. We're not channeling the same thing. We're not channeling from the same dimension. Um, and so then the pinnacle, the council came through and, and confirmed, you know, there are, that's what four and seven means is there's four iterations of the seven. And so there are other souls who connect with the sisters as being a, an iteration of the sisters, but their mission is different and they're, they're accessing a different dimension and basically like helping pave the way up into the 23rd dimension, um, up into what we are doing with the, with the council and with the 23rd dimension, because that's the other thing the council kind of explained is that the difference between all of the sisters, of course, all the iterations is how we, we channel and access information. And we don't, we don't fully know how the other iterations of sisters, how the three other groups access information because it hasn't really been, it's not really our question to ask. It doesn't really impact what we're doing. That's them for them to, to figure out within themselves. Um, but for us, for the 23rd dimension, like we are, we are part of the council um, in spirit form. And so we are like, the, that's why we call it, we use the word keeper um, when we talk about the Akashic records, because that's what's been channeled to us. And so that's, that was a, how we really figured out the iterations, the four iterations, because the other sisters we connected to from a, from a different, um, who work with a different dimension, they don't use those words. They weren't, you know, they weren't like, oh yeah, the, the Akashic records, I, you know, any, any of that stuff. And so we were like, okay, this is so cool. And so that's there, it's still evolving. It's very new, but we wanted to share that information because it's really deepened our understanding of the expansiveness of all of this. So we are just so excited to know that, you know, confirming that we are not alone and we have even more sisters on this path, um, helping, us in this greater, greater mission that is just so beautiful and so dear to our hearts. So we're so excited to really receive that confirmation. Yes, we are. Um, definitely. And to add on to this, which is even, I don't even think it's, I was going to say even cooler, but like nothing, there's no way to quantify all of this is so cool. So adding on to that really, um, we've received and remembered really that in Greek mythology, the seven sisters of the, of the Pleiades, they have um, siblings and a father and mother who are talked about in the mythology. We have, a couple of us have had past life regressions recently um, and seen some lives together where in one life in ancient Egypt a couple of us saw and that we like, you know, we were children of the Pharaoh at the time and, and, and his queen. Um, and we understood that those souls were Atlas and Pleone uh, or Pleone. I don't know how you, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but the father and mother of the sisters of the Pleiades. <laughs> and we also understood that we will, connect with them at some point in this life as well like they're incarnate as well and so um and they're they're part of the 23rd dimension they're part of our like group of sisters they're they're with us and that's so exciting we don't have anything 
really more about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, but um, it's really exciting to know that that's something that will come in the future. You know, also the seven sisters um, with five siblings. So seven and five is 12. And that is somehow a really important number. We're still figuring out everything about it, but we, that number comes up all the time. Like when we're um, in contact, it's like always 12 something, or there's always a 12. There's always channeling about 12s. It's it's really, um, it's really um, important. So we're figuring that out, but we wanted to share it. So if you're seeing 12s. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And there's, um, yeah, 12 strands of DNA. There's like so many little tiny um, connections, but yeah, we were seeing 12 for so, so long. And I was seeing 21 and 12 for so, so long. Actually, when we first connected, um, I was seeing 21 pretty significantly and I couldn't figure out why. And then when Shannon revealed that it was the 23rd dimension, I was kind of bummed because I was like, oh shit, I thought it would be the 21st because I've been receiving that number so clearly. And then we realized that 21 is the number of um, souls who are um, a part of the council in perpetuity. Um, And the seven of us complete their... The council of 28. Yeah, yeah, to create 28. The number stuff is so cool. I think that's all of the information that we've channeled extra that we wanted to share. Um, Yes, I think that's it for today. Um, But know that there is another episode in the works. We've been really, really diving into and um, seeing how our human designs really impact and connect to all of this information that we've been channeling. Um, I'm a human design reader. So as soon as we connected, I like really, we both really, really wanted to know each other's designs and we like dove right in. And as we've connected with Mariana and Catherine, their designs also are extremely accurate and connected to what they're doing in, in their role as a sister. And it's just amazing. Um, there's too much information to go into right now, but we're really excited to um, continue explaining that for you all as well. Definitely. <laughs> and now I think we're going to go into questions that we've gotten from you guys that we want to clarify. So the first one is about dimensions. Someone asked, can you explain the dimensions further? And so Mary has um, written it out, like laid it out. So I'm going to let her, yeah, I'm going to let you do that, Mary. <laughs> Because you've um, you've like been thinking about how to explain it, so that's such a good question too. Because we talk so much about so much about dimensions, yeah. Yes, exactly. So first, we're going to preface that in our little start here episode, there is a tiny little sound bit about what dimensions are. So if you um, want to reference that and come back, feel free. <laughs> but um, I think the most crucial part, the most um, important thing to really speak about and make clear when we're talking about dimensions, we are not talking about places. We're not talking about a static place that exists in the universe. We're talking about a frequency and a vibration that exists. So um, it's not like I, you know, um, so for example, if Colorado was, let's say the 11th dimension and LA was the fifth, and I wanted to access the 11th dimension, I wouldn't, you know, get in the plane and fly over to Colorado. And then once I landed in Colorado, I would statically consistently exist within that dimension. You exist and you access all of the dimensions from right where you are, their frequencies, their vibrations. So um, we also, in my belief, are um, transitioning between dimensions quite often as well, traveling between them, depending on the vibration where really embodying in that moment and in on that day. Um, right now, there's all this discussion about us transcending the third dimension. The third dimension is really um, the dimension that our quote-unquote reality exists within. And so when we are able to move out of the third and move into the fourth and then eventually into the fifth, which is 5D consciousness is this really hot topic right now, um, that process of ascending and 
really becoming the vibration of the fifth dimension is not something that is a concrete process. I want to say, if that makes sense, you are totally changing your vibration um, and your frequency, if that makes sense. So it's not like those who live in the fifth dimension right now, because there are those who have been living in the fifth dimension, right? Those that live in the seventh, even those that live in the 10th on the earth. Um, it's not like we, they literally live in a different place or we can't see them or we can't interact with them. They exist on the earth. They're just accessing a different frequency. So that's something that I really felt called to say before I go into um, my understanding of each dimension. And we also want to say that we are not experts at all. And I really want to encourage you, if you're really, really interested in going into this, to watch Initiation with Matias on Gaia. Um, he has channeled all of that information. It is very, very, very um, consistent and connected to the information we are channeling. And we really, really believe wholeheartedly in that series and what he shares on that series. So um, feel free to reference that if you want to go deeper. I'm going to go into some basics of each dimension to kind of give you an understanding um, as simply as I can. So the first dimension is unity. It's the first dimension. It's the basis of our universe, right? In this dimension, consciousness realizes that everything around them, all everything in the universe is mind. So it's that I am presence, right? Um, there's only one force in the first dimension. That's why it's one, the first, right? Second dimension, there's two. From the first dimension, the consciousness wants to observe itself from a different perspective. And so it splits and it creates duality or polarity. And so now there is a shadow and a light, right? But um, from that space, they want to, they create the third dimension. In this um, third dimension, this is when our idea of space is created. Again, this is the dimension that earth exists within. And if you are vibrating at the third dimension, that's um, at this time in our evolution, the densest vibration that you can have on the earth at this point. In the fourth dimension, that is where time is created. Um, so we are under the influence of the fourth dimension in the third. Um, the fourth dimension is really this, the vibration in the dimension where you go through the process of um, transcendence. You're really learning the lessons of the universe here. Um, this is where you're, this often called the dimension of expression, experimentation, integration, and transcendence. Once you have moved through the fourth dimension, you find yourself in the fifth. And the fifth dimension is where you have this higher perspective about the dimensions uh, one through four, you could think about. So you have this higher perspective about the whole process that exists on the earth and exists in um, the universe in general. At this point, you are really the creator of your reality. You're a co-creator of reality and you really understand the magnetics and the energetics of that process. Um, and you're really filled with unconditional love. And I would say too, and tell me if you agree, like the fifth dimension, because it is, you know, the creative your reality dimension, that's like the dimension when people talk about the law of attraction. I feel like they're really talking about the fifth dimension and this idea of being the creator of your own reality. But mm. like, it goes really, it goes a lot farther than that. But that's where I kind of see it coming from is the law of attraction idea is really very fifth, fifth dimensional. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, Joe Dispenza's work, you know, it starts in the fifth dimension, I would say, and he goes into yes. maybe the eighth dimension or something. Um, his work is so amazing. Another person to check yeah. out. I do think his work like has the ability to go higher, but it depends on if someone like is ready to or not. But definitely I would say yes. it starts in the fifth. Yeah. And he, I mean, he absolutely exists within probably the seventh dimension or something. He's very, very yeah. high vibrational, um, yes. like at all times. He is the true creator, right? <laughs> um, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so once we have this sort of 
unconditional love and connection to the universe in that way, we then are able to fully, fully move into the sixth dimension. The sixth dimension is where um, what they call like the architects of of our reality, where they exist, where the alchemists exist. So this takes the fifth dimension even like a step further and you are really the true soul sovereign creator of your own reality. And um, basically you can create anything at will, anything that you um, would like. It's really about transformation. It's about inner power, um, all of this. The seventh dimension um, then is where you really fully understand with co you have um, is where you achieve the state of coherence. You have embodied and spiritual clarity about the seven laws of the universe. Um, I'm not going to get into that now. There, there are complex again, refer to Matias if you would really like to understand that, but um, each chakra um, within our bodies, within our energetic systems, hold and represent one law of the universe. And so basically when you're in this state, you have fully, um, you've achieved a state where you, you fully understand the fact that the seven laws of the universe exist within you as well. And you can tap into them and reflect them back. So Buddhas and enlightened beings reach this level of consciousness while they're on the earth. And that's really what creates this aha heavenly beautiful moment is when you're reaching the seventh dimension. Um, Also, this is believed to be where sound waves come from and where sound exists is within the seventh dimension. In the eighth, um, the eighth dimension is described as the tree of life. It's the shape of a torus. If you um, know what that shape looks like, it does look like the tree of life in and of itself. Um, This is an all-inclusive dimension and network of consciousness that um, hold a certain version of the Akashic records. And that is the um, dimension that many, many Akashic records, Akashic record readers access is those, um, those records within the eighth dimension. And just to add in the Taurus, um, the Taurus shape is the shape of like, it's the same thing as the toroidal field, which is something that's talked about a lot with our energy. That's how our energy moves around our body. So if you've ever had anyone talk to you about running your energy or clearing your energy field, they're, they're usually talking about doing it, like tuning into your toroidal field and how it moves around your body. So that's... Um, a really powerful way to clear energy just to start with. And that's, that's all, you know, that shape is from the eighth dimension. Yes, exactly. 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 And we understand that the eighth dimension um, does hold a certain kind of like wormhole that um, goes into the 23rd dimension. So from records to records, basically Um, beyond the eighth dimension is the ninth. And the ninth dimension is referred to as the void. It's kind of like God consciousness um, is really what it's described as. It um, has the shape of the Chicana star. And because it is this void, it also has a connection to the first dimension. It kind of is the first dimension in that way. It's just one force, right? There's nothing and everything at once within the void. it's believed that you go to the ninth dimension um, to really experience like the perspective of God where you can see everything and you can. Then once you enter into the 10th dimension, you're going up from there. This is really where the galactic councils, the light councils exist and um, vibrate from and communicate with us from. Um, This is really where the consciousness and the records of the multiverse exist in all of these dimensions. Um, we do know that the 11th dimension um, is the space in which all time and (laughs) is the frequency in which all time and space exist at once. So not in this linear um, fashion that we often like to think about time in this third dimension um, on the earth. It's existing all at once. And so you have access to all space, all time um, when you're in that space, basically in that, in that vibration. 
in the 11th dimension also exists a portal to the 23rd dimension as well. Um, and then we get all the way up to the 23rd dimension, which is the rainbow realm and the culmination point of the universe. And I absolutely believe that just like the ninth dimension has um, connections to the first, that the 23rd dimension has a very clear connection to the first dimension as well, unity consciousness. So that is kind of a breakdown. I wanted to be as simple as possible. Um, hopefully that all makes sense. Again, it's like such complex information. Um, so if you'd like to learn more, I highly suggest looking into it um, online. Yes, definitely. Um, like Mary said, Matthias, an initiation on Gaia is such a great resource. Yeah, thank you. That was honestly such, so helpful. Um, <laughs> because we've actually explained this, I think we said this in one of our first episodes, but like, the way Mary and I work together is very much like, I kind of just like run forward with things. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is it. And then Mary, like, Mary kind of goes, okay, great. How does this actually make sense? And she like, is able to explain it. So it's <laughs> perfect. Because I've like, you know, I've watched Matthias, I've like looked at dimensions and stuff, but I um, don't have the exact same like deep depth of understanding as you do. So it's like learning for me to listen to you. <laughs> I like remember things. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Sorry, my crystal just dropped, but yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm hoping to have even deeper understanding soon. Yes. And it's changing. Like every day I yes. feel like we get deeper understanding. Exactly. I mean, so this is the thing is, you know, even Mat Matias does really, really describe the eighth dimension as the records, like period. Right. So there's, you really have to think about the human equation, <laughs> the human factor in all of this in the equation, I should say, about us just really not even being able to even conceive and conceptualize sometimes the bigger truths of the universe and also that we're not always ready to know the full truth right and so this is something that we've talked about that information comes to us when we're ready and um, yeah yeah and it's it's what we've talked about so many times if like we <laughs> say this almost every episode it feels like but it's like it's why we have, we are so okay with being wrong because we know that our, the information, our understanding just continues to evolve. And so we never say anything that like we think is wrong. Like everything we're saying to you, we've ever said is like the truth at that time. But that's the difference between like, that's what tr like truth is, is really subjective. And that's, I mean, this is semantics and linguistics, but like, mm. <laughs> We think truth is like absolute, but it's not like it's no. the truth is what, what we know at one time. And so, um, yes, I just actually just read, um, I was looking through some of my, I don't know why I was looking through some of my Reiki, Reiki handbooks, training handbooks. And one of the quotes that my Reiki master has in our level one book is about absolute truths and being cautious of feeling that there are absolute truths and like really um, believing that they are absolutes because the universe, I, I believe there are maybe a few absolutes. For example, love is the fabric of the universe. There is a such thing as unity consciousness. We all do come from the same source and the same consciousness, the same energy. But beyond that, we have to have some humility and some flexibility, um, I think. I think so too. That's, yeah. I mean, that's really what the rainbow realm is about. Um, and I, I think this is like the perfect place, to, you know, because the rainbow realm is all about like everyone is, we're all the same It's unity consciousness. It's the connection to the first realm, like you, like you were saying. And um, I think this is the perfect place to answer a question that we got, which was um, first, when did we begin channeling? Um, individually and then when did we begin channeling about the rainbow realm and um so <laughs> i'll just um uh, i'll just say when I, I first started channeling it was i remember it really clearly i think it was I remember it really clearly but i don't remember the exact date i believe it was 
end of March or beginning of April of 2019 when I really like knew I was channeling. I heard about automatic writing. And so I was like, I have to try that. And I meditated, I pulled out my journal and then I just wrote, you know, what do I need to know? And I, that was the first time I automatic wrote. Um, and that's how I channeled for several months. And then I don't even know when I started doing it out loud, honestly. Um, it was, it was closer to the end of 2019 before I like really got comfortable channeling out loud. I was always like, Oh, I can't. And then as soon as I started, I was like, this is so much easier. Why have I been writing all of the time? Um, and, but also like, I remember so many times in my life and that I, I had in hindsight, I was channeling as everyone does. I mean, we all channel, you know, when you have a conversation and all of a sudden you're like, it's like two hours later and you're like, how did that, where did that all come from? And you're like, these were amazing ideas. I like remember having a conversation like this with a friend from high school and um, it was like quite late at night and we were just like chatting about everything in the world. And we had all this like amazing, all these amazing ideas came up and we actually at like three hours later, we were like, what did we just even talk about? And we sat down and like tried to trace like oh write my down gosh. this and this and this. And I was like, it's just like stream of consciousness. I mean, yeah. channeling, stream of consciousness is a type of channeling. Mm-hmm. So um, just to say that we, we all do it. We just, we, when you're doing it more consciously or for me, like when I, started, when I started doing it more consciously, it was like asking, you know, saying I'm ready to channel and knowing that there was stuff to come through and letting it come through. Yeah. And I just wanted to to add exactly what you're talking about, about the conversation, I would say that you're channeling too, you know, when you're really freaking out about something, or you're really thinking about something, you're debating something in your mind and you have these voices that are at this pitch and they're really, really fast and they're, okay, what about this? But no, I could do this and I could do this and I could do this. And then you hear a voice that says, it's okay. You don't have to do anything. Or just trust that voice is a channeled message for you. So I just want to say that's something that, you know, is really, really important. I think sometimes we, yeah, we don't believe that we can and we don't believe that we are receiving, but we are, we just have to have the recognition of, of it. We tune out that voice. And so we like, don't realize we are, Yes, but it's there. (laughs) Hey guys, this is Shannon. I'm just popping in with an offer from my website, healingintuitively.com. I just launched my first quantum healing and Akashic Records reading course, all about how to heal yourself quantumly, exactly how I have healed myself from Lyme and chronic illness. It is called Healing Inside Out, and I'm so excited to share it with you. If you purchase the course and send me a screenshot of the purchase confirmation, I am offering free Akashic soul medicine sessions recordings with every purchase of the course so if you send me a screenshot that you purchased the course either to my email shannon at healingintuitively.com or to my instagram at healingintuitively i will send you a free soul medicine akashic session so can't wait to work with you hello loves this is mary I wanted to take this moment to thank you for being here and for listening to this episode. As always, I am here for you should you be interested in diving into the cosmos of your unique human design. One of the things I absolutely love about human design readings is looking at your chart while being in the records and connected with the Council of the Pinnacle. The experience is just so powerful and it truly allows you to see yourself and I am offering discounted prices for all of you. So if you feel called to book a session with me online, let me know that you came here from the podcast. I can't wait to connect. And then just about the rainbow realm, I first received information about, I think it was, was the end of January, beginning of February, 2020. And um, I got the message from the records, from the council, um, you're going to, we're going to send you information about a new type of, they said a new type of star seed, because that was like the language that made sense to me at the time that no one has, no one consciously remembers 
and we're going to send it to you and you need to receive it from us and reach out to the other people who are really connected to it. And I was like, I actually wrote about this on a blog post. If you go to my website, like one of my blog posts, I actually wrote, um, Oh, uh, they've been telling me about the rainbow souls and I don't know what that means, but they just tell me they're going to channel. They're going to keep on channeling more to me about it. Um, and literally when France went into confinement to lockdown, um, for coronavirus, which is in March of 2020, just a few months ago, um, it just all started coming through like crazy. And, um, and I started to understand what the rainbow realm was. And I first understood it through the lens of Lyme disease and the rainbow realm and the 23rd dimension and the pinnacle. And, um, Corona was like a big activation. Like there was, um, I mean, Corona literally means crown, right? <laughs> in Spanish. So it's like crown chakra activation. I think it exactly. was for a lot of people. Um, and then I reached out to Mary and, um, I think you were you receiving like similar messages as well. I can't remember. Yes. It's all been so fast. Yeah, I know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was, um, hmm. yeah. So I, we were connected already on Instagram and that was one of the messages you got is you're already connected to, to these souls that are from yeah. the rainbow realm. You just have to like say like say something and they're going to respond and that's exactly what happened is you posted on Instagram I think it was like a caption and you're like oh my god I went into the records yesterday and I got this message that I was connected to these people and da, 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 and all this stuff and I saw the post and just was like oh my god I got full body chills deep 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 resonance and my jaw just dropped like I froze yeah. And I was like, oh my God, okay, this is this is me. This is connected to me. Like I have to reach out to her because on the exact day, I'm sure at the exact same time, when you were in there receiving that message, I was receiving the same messages. And I had not even been in the records yet. <laughs> but I had just been receiving that day just like these downloads. They were these downloads, but it was weird because it was just like I just kept thinking about. I was having this loop of, of a memory of hearing you say, I'm feeling the call to go in the records and then hearing someone else, another record reader that I know say talking about, I'm hearing the call to go in the records. And it was just this loop of like hearing the call to go in the records, hearing the call to go in the records. And it just kept going and going and going. And I was like, Hmm. And then I was thinking about Christ consciousness that day and all of that. And I believe Christ consciousness came through to you that day as well and yeah. like delivered that message with with the council yeah that's how it finally made sense is like the energy of Jesus came through because I like I said I, I was like receiving it for like probably two months before I understood what I what it was and then yeah Jesus came through and he was like you this is what this is and there's these souls and you're already connected and I just knew because we'd like we'd already been connecting and like chatting I, I don't even know about like coronavirus or something I don't know <laughs> right like what I think it was our pets <laughs> I think it was our pets yeah yeah like it was I was just like oh my god Mary I need to tell Mary this and it was so funny because we like barely really like we just we, you know we were like Instagram acquaintances right? exactly like barely knew each other <laughs> oh my god yeah it was so so crazy and yeah I just reached out to her I was like, I think I'm supposed to read the record. She's like, yep. <laughs> and then she gave me <laughs> the pathway prayer. I didn't know the pathway prayer existed. Again, I had this idea that like I needed to learn how to read them and I had to go through this course and I had to do all this stuff. And I just needed the prayer. I just needed the permission. Um, and I went in on April 20th. Um, I finally felt like, oh my God, it's the day. I was waiting for like a week. <laughs> Every day I'd like wake up and then I'd be like, no, 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 not today. And I'd chicken out. <laughs> and then I'd wait the next day and then I'd be like, oh, I'm not in the right energy. So finally on April 20th, I went in and they confirmed that I was a rainbow soul. First, they just said I was a rainbow soul. They confirmed that I was connected to Shannon and I should just keep working with her and that we were supposed to work together in some capacity. They were like so chill the first time. They didn't go into it. I wasn't ready to hear all of it. Um, and then it just took off from there. 
but in terms of channeling, I really resisted channeling for a long time. I felt the call for a very long time before I actually started doing it. Um, I had this fear that I had to get over of, of connecting. I don't know why. I think it's because I knew I was going to find out like some crazy, crazy information maybe. Um, and I was a little scared of my life changing <laughs> the way that it has <laughs> um, drastically. But I think I began sort of consciously channeling, like you said, very similar time period, um, the beginning of, yeah, the beginning of 2019, I would say, like December, January, um, very, very similar time. And I was just connecting to the Pleiadians, just like you, I think you were like, just knew about Pleiadian connection. And, and I was speaking with the GFL, the Galactic um, Federation. And, um, yeah, then slowly this all just happened, you know, but yeah, yeah I think it's kind of crazy. It, it happened so quickly for both of us, but truly so, it's like, you know, aligned, obviously. <laughs> that timeline is really so short when you think about it. <laughs> insane, insane, insane. And that's why when we talk about quantum leaps, like we genuinely have experienced them and yeah. really um, are in the energy now, even, I mean, we're still we're still in it. And also, you know, this just brought something to my mind. I think when we talk about quantum leaps and think about quantum leaps, we think it's going to be like this massive, like our life changes instantly. And sometimes it does like that has, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have experienced that, like that happens, but sometimes a quantum leap is like, we don't even know what's happening. And then you look back a month three months, a year, whatever, some time later. And you're like, Oh God, that was a quantum leap. But I had no idea because I wasn't ready. I like, I didn't realize what was happening as it was happening. Cause sometimes it, it, yeah, it's, it's really fast in terms of like the longevity of our life. But at the time it doesn't happen in like two minutes. Exactly. Because it's, to me, I just understand it as a perspective shift and yeah. you know, like sometimes your perspective shifting can, can change your entire life in a minute, or you need time to catch up to that shift. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So one of the questions we have is how did we know that we held the energy of the star and truly it was kind of, it was, it was, it was a quantum leap that we didn't know was happening at the time, right? Because, like, yes. <laughs> it was literally just one day after we started connecting and channeling and we were channeling about the Rainbow Realm together and sharing our channels. And then one day we received, like, this is related to the Sisters of the Pleiades. It's not related to the – it's not about the Pleiadians, the, the Pleiadians that live in the sixth dimension, the consciousness of the Pleiadians, but it's literally the stars of the Pleiades and the Sisters of the Pleiades. I related to this and it was just like that day. I don't even remember what day it was, but it was like, I remember like just feeling like my life had changed. (laughs) It was insane. Um, I know I'm, I honestly forget. Like, how did we even receive that? (laughs) I truly think it just came through. It was like, I think, I think it might've been, I think it might have, I think it might have been me. I don't remember though, like channeling. I have this memory of like channeling and and getting something like, because we thought that the the records were connected to the, to the Pleiades. And then I think that they were like saying, we're really connected to the Pleiades, but not in the way you think. I think that's what it was. Yes, because, um, you know, if you follow Ashley Wood, she also channels the pinnacle and she believes that the pinnacle exists within the Pleiades. So I think yeah. that's sort of maybe where the seed was planted, um, that there was some connection. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, and I think we were like, oh, what's the connection? We were trying to figure it out. And then we got that, that it's actually related to the sisters. And we were like, okay, cool. And then, I don't know, maybe a day later, if it was even that long, they were like, oh, and psych, you guys are, you guys are two of the sisters. <laughs> um, and it was just like a... Literally, literally, like the way I think of it and remember it is literally like, like psych is the best word for it. It's just like, 
you know, your sibling jumping out behind from behind a bookshelf and being like, boo, like I, I scared you. Like that was what it felt like. And so I received the, I was the third star, which I'd, I'd felt really connected to the third star for a really long time, or, you know, that I'm a, the majority holder, not that I am the only holder. Um, I thought I could find my journal entry. I don't know where it is. I was like, oh my God, what was that? I don't know if I have it, but I like in the beginning, I wrote everything down. I just was curious because yeah, I think, yeah, I think they were just like, oh, JK, you're, you're a sister. And then they told you that I was too. And then I went in and I had to like learn which one I was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what they told me on the 26th was that I was from the true, true Pleiades, what they said. And they told me I was a Pleiadian priestess. Oh, my God. That I embodied Pleiadian and rainbow energy. They really, like, eased, eased us in because this is, I think that's something that we needed um, because... This is, I mean, these are big things to understand, right? I have, I, okay, so I'm confused about my dates here. Like, I'm like, did I forget a date or did I really get this specifically on May 15th? I have, I wrote, I was like channel, like writing via channel and they said, um, you, you are part of the pinnacle you sound the council when in spirit form. Yes, Mary too. Yes. <laughs> that might be it. Um, oh my god, this is so... I forgot about this one. Oh my god. Um, on May 1st, they gave me that image of us being like the the um, steers of a ship. And they were like, you're sailing into uncharted territory. Oh my god. I Which is that. so real. <laughs> so real. Why don't I write these down anymore? I really should like... I don't have any records anymore, like... I, I know I just I just recorded it all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I don't on five seventeen, I it appears on five seventeen, I wrote um the seven sisters Pleiades, seven council members, rainbow remembrances, um Navikoto, because this is before oh. Greek names, my biggest connection. Um we are the records. Um, and then, okay, May 20th, right? Because they did tell me first, they like, they told me and they told me you were too, but they took more time to tell you, to like ease you into telling you, I think more about everything for you because I've been connecting the records longer. So they were like, you know, easing you in. I feel like. Exactly. Um, well, because on, oh my gosh. Wow. On 520, I wrote. The Council, Seven Stars, Seven Sisters. Um, you are you are the records. You are always in the records. The Seven Intergalactic Travelers, Twenty One in Spirit Form. Um, yes. It is I, not just in the Pleiades, but the Pleiades is the easiest realm for human minds to access to. So we get. They said so. We get attributed to the Pleiades often. When you oh, do you remember in the beginning when we went in, into each other's records? And we yeah. channeled. You said we were sisters. Oh my God, I did. That we've worked together in many, many lives before. We've been sisters in a variety of forms. That's what I wrote down. Oh my God, yes, I remember that. I remember like channeling that and being like, oh my God, this is so crazy. We really know each other, but like. Well, we already knew. Wait, we already knew on the 18th. We already knew. Okay. We because. Oh my God, this is when they said, before you incarnated, we sat you guys, we sat you both down at the table at the council and we asked you to come to earth and all that stuff. So we knew, we knew in the beginning of May. We knew in the beginning of May. Wow. Oh my God, guys, this is crazy. We're just, we're literally looking through our journals as we talk to you. (laughs) But it's like, the best way to answer your questions is to, for us to look back, um, and, and they said to me, once for Rainbow Realm Souls, so all of you who are listening, we're all quantum healers and quantum leapers, the leaders. Yes. Um, so it all ties in, of course, to what we were saying about quantum leaping. Whoa. Sorry. 
I'm kind of freaking out. Okay. So it's only been like three months that we've known all of this. My, it feels longer than that. Wait, that's so creepy though. It was less than a month after I started going the records. Yeah. Super a fast. month later, like we were resolute. Well, actually it wasn't resolute because they were calling me Yenchek at that time, a month later, but I wrote Yenchek down. Yeah, I wrote somewhere. Oh, where is it? Well, I wait, I just found I wrote this. I channeled this. And this wasn't like, this was in addition to what I channeled for you when we went into each other's records. Um, on May 12th, I wrote, they channeled to me, you and Mary are sisters, souls who incarnated together and are intensely involved in the, survi- in the survival of the universe. <laughs> in past lives, you have been literal sisters. Um, and others, friends, mothers, daughters, bound together in sisterhood. You have been witches and warriors together, fought and and been hung and burned and wow. <laughs> uh, in, in this life, things are different. The energy is right for ascension, and we need you to work together to bring this in. Um, wow. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I have chills. Also, um, I wrote. No hierarchy, exclamation point, 23rd to 12th. So it's kind of interesting. On the 29th, I wrote Iliari with all of these underlines. So maybe oh my God. by then that I definitely the- knew. <laughs> That's when they finally were like, okay, here's the real. You are not alone, seven of us. Each of us have our own mission, but all are within the greater wave of rainbow. Oh, wow. This is crazy. This is when they talked about the golden coins from the leprechauns for you. So the bottom, the bottom line, the answer to the question is <laughs> we knew within a month of connecting with each other. That's how fast it happened. We just looked at our journals. We looked at the dates. We knew within a month, which is insane. We found out at the beginning of May um, that we were sisters in this way and that we held the energies in that way. Um, but they also, for me especially, because I was kind of just diving into experiencing my soul's Akashic record, um, <clears throat> they were a little bit slower with telling me. I believe that they, I remember having this enormous moment of like epiphany and also like, whoa, what the heck? One yeah. of the, one of the few like beginning times I went in, they did just told me that I was a Pleiadian priestess. And that was like a huge amount of information for me to take in and to like actually internalize. So they, they eased me in a little bit, but we knew within a month. <laughs> There's work to be done, they said. Let's go. <laughs> you need to know exactly. who you are. They were so like, they were so clearly like, you need to know this because you need to get to work. And that's when yes. we were like, literally, it was within like a very shortly after we received that we were sisters, we were like, they were like, okay, so now start a podcast. Like, that was how fast it was. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, amazing. So thank you so much, everyone. I think we're going to wrap up. Or do you okay, want to? We should, we should answer one last question just okay. um, quickly. Um, we have two more questions, but I think they can go together. Um, and they were, how do we engage with, play with, and ground the frequencies of the rainbow energy? and or more info about the rainbow realm. Um, and just for the second part, I feel like I'm not sure that we have much more to, to add. I think we just added a lot. So I hope that that answers your question. I think we added a lot there. <laughs> um, and we've talked about how like the rainbow realm so far, what we've seen is, you know, there's the part where the council sits and then there's seven like sub realms for each of the stars and we talked in one of our episodes about the different um, ways each of those rel- those sub realms appears. So I think that that was our episode about the sisters. So you can go back and listen to that too for more. Um, but as far as how we engage with, play with, and ground the frequencies, um, what do you what do you do, Barry? <laughs> um, I'm just hearing invited in, invited in, invited in. Um, if you are connected, the council, your guides, your angels really want you to, to be connected and to ascend and to 
really receive this energy. So all you have to do is ask is really what is coming through to me today. Um, I often, when I'm in meditation, um, especially if I'm feeling like I need some healing, if I'm feeling like things are off or I have um, dissonant energies within my energetic space, I will go into meditation, get into a good space, and then I call in the council and I ask them to send me rainbow energy. And I also visualize the rainbow itself. And then I just see it coming in. I just see it coming in my crown and it just kind of washes over my body. I use that word wash quite a bit. It just kind of cleans out all of it. And I um, will feel the energetic difference pretty viscerally um, during and after. Um, But what about you, Shannon? Yeah, I would say I do very similarly. Um, I, like when I run my energy, when I like, tune into my terrestrial field around my body I um, consciously call in the rainbow energy to clear out my chakras clear out all the energy in my body um, and the biggest thing that's coming to me to mind for me is literally the, they're saying just learning to live with it which is really what I feel mm-hmm. like we've been doing is learning just to say okay this is it and live with it and, and not question it um, not like fight against it just be like this is this is this is us this is what we're this is the energy we have and because everyone who's a rainbow soul is here to ground the energy of the 23rd dimension onto the earth plane and so to ground it onto the earth plane we just need to live with it and be a part of it and so that's what they are saying to me is like learning to live with it just like making it um just part of my daily life and not thinking, Oh, I'm grounding this energy now, or, you know, I'm, I'm engaging with it because I always am. And that's, um, for all of us, that's, I think the best, one of the best ways to to look at is, it's just like, you're already doing it already. Um, and you don't just being conscious that you're doing it, but like not making it work or making it hard, just like it's life. You're just living. And by living, you're grounding it and playing with it and having fun with it. And especially if you are already grounding your energy, um, if you use those practices, you absolutely can just be calling in the rainbow energy um, and making it that simple. And um, yeah, just enjoy. Let us, we'd love to hear if you um, begin doing it, any of you who are listening. And um, yeah, we'd love to just hear your experiences with it because it's, feels so loving and peaceful and calming and beautiful to me when I infuse that rainbow in. Definitely. Absolutely. I think that's what we had for today. So um, we're going to close out there. Thank you guys so much for sending in questions. We would love to hear what you guys thought of this episode of this format um, because we think it would be fun to do more question and answer sessions as well. Um, episodes where we answer any questions you have. So anytime you have questions, send them in to us so we can stockpile questions that we need to answer for you. <laughs> yes. It was so much fun getting into some of these specifics with you all. And um, yeah, let us know how it all resonates. Um, if you have had any aha moments or anything like that, we'd love to hear all of it. Check us out on Instagram if you don't already follow us. Um, we post there pretty regularly and um, we'd love to hear all of your thoughts on there. Thank you so much again for joining us, everyone. And we are just sending you so much love and light today. And um, until next time. Yes, until next time. Thanks so much for sharing this space with us. And if you feel so called to like, rate, and review this podcast and take a screenshot of it, send it to our podcast Instagram at the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters, and we will send you promo codes to work with either or both of us um, as a thank you for like, rating, and reviewing the podcast because that really really helps us be more visible and reach more beautiful rainbow souls like you so we can continue to connect together all of our soul families so thank you so much